0: Well, hello there and welcome to a very special episode of the Working Mama podcast. I just want to say thank you so much. This is episode 100. I honestly can't believe it. I've, you know, actually get a little bit emotional, I think, uh, thinking about this episode because just even the journey that I've been on over the last few years, what we've actually done in the meantime, like I started this podcast in January 2020 and we all know how 2020 went. So there was a moment there that I remember having a conversation with Megan who was a guest really early on about financial um, topics and that and we were actually both had podcasts and I was wondering like do I even continue and so it's just funny the the journey that I've been on through this podcast and actually does make me a little bit emotional but I have to say It's been a hell of a lot of fun. So today I just want to go through with you just a little bit of the backstory into the Working Mama podcast, some of my learnings and a little bit about, you know, my experiences in podcasting over the last pretty much three and a half years. So for those that don't know the backstory I started the podcast when I was 18 months into my motherhood journey and I had been back at work for about six months before I had the idea for a podcast and it was I I was eight months back at work Uh, I worked three days a week in my corporate gig uh, when I launched it and so people say like why did you start doing a podcast and it was well I had Was running a couple of events for Working Mama. It was still pretty new, very much an idea. And always with Working Mama, I've wanted to bring particularly women that are working mums together to be able to share experiences and also know that you're not alone. But also get support and learning because there's so many parts of like in our corporate jobs that you, If you Google or even you look up your learning and development systems, if you have one, if, I'm pretty sure if you Googled matrescence or mental load, you're not going to get any support. And even returning back into work, there's something like only 20% actually of women returning back in feel confident. There's some amazing stats out there and I've actually got a guest coming on in a couple of weeks' time um, from the UK with the Careers After Babies report. The return to work is such a journey and that's why I wanted to be able to provide a platform to help women in that particularly focusing on that return to work period but then also just in the everyday mum life and I knew that with events you have to be available at that day at that time in that location and that's not always possible so for example if you're a mum in Sydney that wanted to come to one of my events in Melbourne you weren't able to unless you flew down and and all that, which was just not achievable. So when I was a guest on a podcast, I then discovered the medium and I will profess that I didn't listen to too many podcasts before that, but I can guarantee you now every time I get in the car, even for like a 20-minute drive, I will find a podcast and I will listen to it and often I listen to it in multiple stages just because of the trip. So it's one of those things that I just became hooked. So then through podcasting and learning about podcasting, I listen to podcasts and how to do it. So it's one of those things that it's just been an absolute journey. And through podcasting, my one goal has been about helping and supporting at least one other mother navigate the journey of career and motherhood. So it's pretty much just I just want to help one other person. If it's just give them the confidence about returning back into work, making sure they don't have that mum guilt or as much mum guilt. So it's one of those things. If just I can help one other person, then I think that I've paid it forward. So when I've received messages from people that have said that the podcast has helped them, they've really enjoyed listening, I have to say honestly it makes my day because I've got no idea who's listening. No idea, absolutely no idea. I've had numbers on how many people have listened to the podcast and look you know to be honest I'm not breaking any records. Look the last couple of months have been good but Definitely not breaking any records. I'm not up there in the top charts or anything. But it doesn't really worry me because if I'm helping you listening in the podcast, then I'm, you know, that that's really good enough for me. So a massive thanks if this is your first time listening to an episode or if you've listened to a few, maybe 10, 20 or even, you know, only one other one. A massive, massive thanks for sticking with me. Because I know that I say that I'd bring them out regularly, and uh, like weekly, and I haven't always, but I think mum life and work and career and everything else is sometimes gets in the way. And I have to say, this episode did take a little bit to get to this point, because I was like, oh, I've got a hundred and a bit of that imposter syndrome did uh, creep in. And I'm like, no, tonight's the night, and I'm definitely recording it. So... You know, as I said earlier, I taught myself how to podcast by listening to podcasts about podcasting and particularly like um, there's a Lyndall Harris, Jenna Kutcher, I pretty much binged and searched anything how to do it. I did read a few things, there's courses on how to do it, but I thought, you know what, I'm bootstrapping this so I can't do it, but I've got an IT degree and so technology, I'm usually the one that I can plug it in and just see what happens My husband hates it because I'm always the one that presses lots of buttons, and I'm like, oh, look what this does. And I've got no idea what button I've just pressed, and sometimes I do break things. So he's like, oh my goodness. But at least with podcasting, I was like, right, I'm just going to give this a go, do a bit of searching, research, and then away we go. So I did all that, taught myself what to do, and here we are. We're at episode 100. And I will be honest and say, that I was a bit unsure how to recognize 100 episodes because, you know, 100 is a bit of a milestone. You know, it's a ton in um, in the cricket language and it's always been seen as that that big that big mountain. But as they say, I need to put one foot in front of the other and just record the episode. I did ask people a few weeks ago around what topics you think I should do, how I should actually celebrate it, how the 99, you know, the previous 99 episodes. And so, you know what, here we are. So I'm going to share with you a little bit about the the background, but also then go through some of my learnings. And a number of people have actually asked if I've had a favorite guest, but this is kind of like choosing a favorite child and I can't do that. And generally when I've been going through the process to... You know, find topics and have guests. I've always tried to, you know, put the question out there, um, particularly in the working mama community on Instagram. I've asked my members of the working mama village. Um, also, seen what's coming in around the media and and the like, and and what topics might be of interest. There's also been guests that I'm like, I would love to speak to you. And so I've then sometimes just pitched into them or uh, so I've really had some, you know, fangirl pinch me moments and I'll get to that shortly. But there's also been some topics that honestly I had no idea about and but they've, we decided to talk about it. And one particular topic about that this is really relevant to is the topic of matrescence. And just before we started recording this episode, I literally could not say the word. I was like matrescent, matrescent. I couldn't, I was just fumbling it, it and so, oh, it was so embarrassing. But I have to say, recording that episode was absolutely amazing and it was like a light bulb moment because I hadn't really become that familiar up until that point about matrescence. But I was like, oh my goodness, this is exactly how I'm feeling. And this is just gave so much clarity. And so now whenever I'm talking about sometimes the transition into motherhood, the transition even back into work and the change of, of what women experience, particularly when they're going on maternity leave and returning, I'm like, matrescence and, and people go, yeah. And other people are like, what are you like, what what, how do, what are you talking about? And then the education part come parts about matrescence. But what I learned was largely from that one episode. So I have to say, you know, that's those those topics that have also come up in the podcast. There's many, many that I had no idea about, but I've certainly, uh, yeah, really enjoyed speaking with those guests. And at different times in my motherhood journey, I've certainly been challenged by a topic. And so then I've then saw someone to speak on that particular topic. And there's also some thinking I'm like, oh, I don't know how this topic's going to go. And it's absolutely blown up and it's done really, really well. So, in a way, as well, for this podcast, even though I've recorded now 100 episodes, It's also been a little bit of my own personal development platform that I've also shared with you along the way around, you know, such these topics and and the likes. So I know that I haven't had this, you know, kind of professional development in some shape or form and, and some of the people I've been so fortunate to speak with they charge often a few hundred dollars for coaching and the like, or just their services. But I've been so fortunate to be able to pick their brain for often, you know, 45 minutes up to an hour talking to them on their topics. So it's just been so valuable. And really to all the guests that I've had, thank you so much, because I've learned so much from you along the way. Each and every podcaster guest, I can guarantee you, I've learned something from. And I've really enjoyed the conversation. I've always wanted the episodes to be conversation based. And I hope you enjoy that because I don't like that stop start part, but it's one of those things that I've really enjoyed the process. I've also had guests on like Georgie Durnt, that I reverse pitched the podcast episode into. And I have to say, I did get so excited. I'm messaged my uh good friends from mother's group and I was like oh my goodness Georgie Dent said yes and I was so excited so at the start of the episode before we um did restart recording I was like I'm just vangling here a bit and and look um if you followed me this week on the socials you would have seen that Georgie Dent actually put me forward to be on the today show which then um happened so that was and I got to know her through the podcast so it's one of those things that yeah it's it's um. It certainly comes around in circles, and you know, just take the opportunity. And so, each and every episode has a special memory. I can remember where I've recorded, and it's certainly in the start of the most of these episodes were recorded in my walk-in robe. We moved house um, halfway through COVID, so now I've got my own study, my own little podcast area and I haven't had a bad guest and as I said I've met so many people along the way. Another memorable episode just in terms of the organization of it was when I had Emma Lovell on. We hadn't prepared any questions and she's like is this still happening and I'd forgotten a little bit that we were recording that night. I was like okay right we'll just go for it and we literally chatted for like an hour on personal branding and a whole range of topics relating to being a working mum and it was really lucky that we're both podcast hosts so we we're able to understand the journey but it was one of those ones that still remembers and uh, one of her parts was about you know being a mum is not your whole picture it's one element of you know one piece of the the um of the puzzle um, for your picture and and certainly things like that just really rang true so there's definitely been quotes from many of the guests that I've reshared on social media and so many that I could still go back and reshare but I don't have a VA and I'm very limited on time. So, in an ideal world, now, out of the 100, or oh, sorry, the 99 episodes, the hardest emotionally to record, edit and release, and I still get probably a bit emotional and teary thinking about it, was Amanda from Bears of Hope regarding pregnancy loss. And I shared my own journey about the hardest decision of my life about ending a pregnancy due to medical reasons and it was so hard to to actually do this episode, but I held it together. Um, even editing it was it was quite emotional. Uh, I recorded it about six months after pregnancy loss, so and I hadn't told a lot of people in my community about what had gone through. So, um, that was why it was it was quite also challenging to also just come a little bit public out and share it. But I knew that I really wanted to share my story to help at least one other person and also look at this from a carer's perspective about how you can actually help someone going through pregnancy loss because I know that's one thing that people don't know what to do. So it was by far, that was the hardest episode that I had to record, but we got there and yeah, I'm so glad that I was able to get this out there. I get pitched topics um, about with people what they'd like to appear on the show they really you know sometimes some of them are actually really really funny uh, one of them recently actually gave in like I think another podcast that they were wanting to pitch on and the, but then some people just want to sell something and not actually what they're going to get out of it so certainly if you're listening to this and you're pitching in to anyone for anything think about what the listener's is going to get out of it and that's always what I'm uh, really focused in on is well what can that person do what advice can they give what can they share what expertise or experiences so uh, that's certainly something that I look for um, when I'm chatting with people or if they've got an interesting topic then it helps Uh, so yeah I'm also getting to the stage where there might be some people coming on that it's a it's a round two Uh, so that's going to be exciting uh, when we actually get to that stage as well. I do edit the episodes to remove the ums and mostly because I also don't think it sounds great or makes the person I'm interviewing sound like an expert when they start a question of um uh, response and I have had over the time someone doing this for me but it's also a bit expensive so now yeah I'm back to me doing all the editing. So again a massive thanks for you know listening and, and being on the journey So that's a little bit of background, Uh, you know, just recognize the the 100 episodes. So now what are some of my key takeaways? Number one, it takes a village to be a mum. They say, you know, it takes a village to raise a family. 100% agree. But also it takes a village to be a mum. I know personally I couldn't do, you know, working mama. I couldn't be a mum, a wife, have a career, you know, have a life in between all this if I didn't have a village around me to help me and certainly my number one biggest supporter uh is definitely my husband even though I remember saying I'm actually going to do a podcast he's like okay and you know he was there when I bought the microphone and you know he doesn't listen to any of the episodes he he would definitely be probably my harshest critic but you know he's he's always wanting me to improve and and that but he's there as my as my biggest supporter so he's he's often like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, I'm doing a podcast or I'm doing something for Working Mama. So he's okay, but we also do a lot. You know, I do this also on the couch sometimes, um, not recording podcasts, but, you know, doing Working Mama. So I have to say, you know, it definitely takes a village to be a mum. So don't think you need to do this alone. And that's also what Working Mama is very much about. And also, that's also in a little bit more detail going into why I created the Working Mama Village, the membership through it all of, of creating that community support and engagement as well that one of probably the biggest lesson um number two is about no journey is ever the same everyone has different situations every mum is doing their best along the way one of the questions i've had a couple of standard questions for every single podcast and that's been with all the guests i've had on about what's their career journey to date and how would they best describe themselves how would they best describe themselves is a question that always stumps everyone And I have to say there's been no response that has ever been the same and everyone's career journey has always been so different and it's interesting how many times that becoming a mum has actually made them to reflect or pivot or even elevate their careers because of becoming a mum. And so I think it's just really important like when we, you know, so much on our screens and parasinitis and things like that, no journey is going to be the same. No journey is the same. Our situations are all different. And so I think that's just a friendly reminder. And I have to say every guest has been completely different. And so just like, yeah, no journey is the same. My third takeaway is that the mental load is so important and it starts at home. Even if when I've had fo- like focus topics on the mental load as guests or you know it, it sometimes just often just comes up in the conversation um, about how to on a particular topic and so often it comes back to you know say around confidence for women them wondering if they can do it that transition back and look a big part of it is actually the mental load and by sharing that mental load at home um, I was speaking on a panel with relatively short notice uh, recently and when I actually said to the audience, which was, you know, 85% men, I was like, how are you helping your people in your team or even your your wife or partner at home? with the mental load, like what are you doing for childcare drop-off and pickups? And even one of the dads came back to me the day out, like day two of the conference, and he said, thank you so much for talking about the mental load because he said, I'm actually trying to consciously do more and, and help my wife. Um, he he recognises the work that she does, and he goes, also I also want to be a role model by picking up my kids, um, you know, from childcare and drop them off and the like. So, yeah, it's certainly a topic that, that comes up regularly on the podcast, but I think it's really, really important as well number where are we up to for transition and certainly as what we I would it's come up again repeatedly on the podcast you'll hear me often talking about it and that transition about coming from maternity leave and returning back into work it's not that you go from just one day I'm on mat leave and the next day I'm back at work yes physically there is that but there's such an emotional transition and you know there's matrescence as I spoke about earlier that all comes into this and it's, it's really big and, and there's so much that I think that organisations aren't doing enough to support that transition, um, but also then, you know, as one another, really doing it. And so that's why, you know, again, I've got the Working Mama Village to help you through that transition, be there to support you, uh, also with tools and resources. Um, and I'm actually going to be, you know, focusing in on and doing a bit more of a, a short course around this transition to, to really help you. Um, so if you've got any feedback on that and and how I can help you more um, love to know Um, yeah love to have a chat with you number five uh, mum guilt is real and certainly doesn't go away mum guilt uh, just like mental load transition mum mum guilt often comes up particularly relating back into confidence uh, and the like I think just as mums we learn how to manage it and that's why I'm always going on and harping on about knowing your why and knowing your values and um, I remember chatting with Lisa. It was actually on a masterclass um, in the Working Mum Village about your values. and But it's so important um, that I think that just, I know in my personal experience, I know my why, I know my, my values, my family values between my husband and I as well. And it certainly helps with, with sharing the mental load, but also then with mum guilt as well. Number six, and this has been pretty much my whole philosophy in doing the whole podcast. And that is about never stop learning. That there's always something new that you can learn, or a new skill, or a new, even just awareness of a topic. Um, And never stop learning. And I've, you know, one example of that, as I spoke about earlier, was around matrescence and even just the awareness of that particular topic. So that's one thing here that there's so many more topics that I've got on my to do list for this podcast of topics that I would love. I've got a whole heap of people already recorded to actually, you know, for many, many, many more episodes to come. Um, and so, yeah, you never stop learning. And as I said, for every guest I've had on, I've learned something about it. I've been felt empowered. Something's happened. And, yeah, and even I've had guests on that have led to some other work and the, and the likes. So, uh, yeah, def- never stop learning. And that's, I think, just such a, a good thing to have generally in life. Uh number seven is about don't be afraid to ask for help there's been a times like i've actually put i'm a member of the one roof community and i've put my call out in there and actually said like i'm looking for podcast guests these are the topics that i'm interested in that i think my audience are going to be around who would like to be a guest um and and certainly asking for help I've spoken to people about, you know, the podcast process and, and even outsourced occasionally getting the editing done, uh, also talked with other people. So I think also one of the things, um, even just generally as being a working mum, it's about being, don't be afraid to ask for help. So if you know that you're struggling, there's, there's so much sometimes I think society puts on us that we have to know all the answers, but instead it's actually a strength to where you say, you look, I don't, can I get some help? And it's okay. It's just like recently I was in an interview and they something came up and they're like, well, if, what, if you don't know the answer, what are you going to do? And I was like, just ask for help. And I was like, okay. And it's just something so simple that I, even in like interview situations, like we're made to feel that we need to know all the answers, but I don't think we ever do. And just like through this podcast, the more that I've learned, the more that I realize I actually don't know. So, yeah, that's one of my big tips is don't be afraid to ask for help. My number 10, oh, sorry, number eight, where are we up to? Uh, is gender equity and gender equality. And I've, you know, consuming in stats at the moment, and Australia is the fourth highest of female graduates um, in the world, uh, according to the OECD. OECD. But we have less workforce, uh, female workforce participation, and also we have a really high gender pay gap at 13%. Uh, for full-time and when you're part-time workers it's over 20 percent so even though we have so many female graduates um you know graduating our workforce participation is dropping and generally as well that can be attributed to you know motherhood but also about the supportive workforce that we have to enable women to be able to have a career and also be a mum. So that's also why and a key reason why I'm so passionate about doing what I do and talking about working mums, advocating for working mums. Um, in my organisation, and my corporate job, I've got a senior position but I'm supported to continue doing this work uh because you know it's valuable and i work in a male-dominated industry and they do actually want to increase female workforce participation so it's one of those things the more that we can actually provide those um, pathways uh, we can support encourage help lift each other up um as i said i was actually on a panel last week speaking and i told the audience because i'm really receptive to that it was a very male-dominated audience and i said that we all have a role to play gender diversity and gender equity is not just a female topic so if we're just like if it's just a female we know all the answers we know exactly what we need to do one of the biggest things that we need is the support to be able to make the change and so gender equality is not just a woman's topic it's you know it's everyone's topic to play so no matter which way you identify It's about that we all have a role to play um in in actually overcoming that so uh yeah call it out and and have the confidence and if you don't think you can call it out speak to someone that you think that might be able to or do it in a more subtle way um and there's certainly ways about doing that of of navigating it so um if you're having some challenges happy to to speak to you um but definitely you know i was probably at times cautious about oh do I speak you know on LinkedIn do I talk about what I do but now I'm so glad that I do and it's actually even today someone contacted me about the childcare subsidies and it was a father and he's saying oh I heard about what you've been speaking about and it's hard to navigate and I said look here's some tips and so if you've got any questions let me know so I was like well if I can empower him to help him and his family and you know sharing the mental load as I just spoke about the more the merrier so we also need to be, like, I'm the one that was as horrified about my fee increase. My husband's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, no, this is not good enough. So, of course, me getting on my soapbox, um, which he knows that I will because it's a topic that I'm so passionate about. But, you know, gender equality, as I said, we all have a role to play. Now, the last two are relating to um, one particular topic. And I think this is something not just about the, the podcast, but also just generally as being a working mum. The first one, um, so this is number nine, is my key takeaway, is about mindset. I haven't had too many podcast episodes just dedicated to mindset but I have to say there's an element of mindset and confidence and uh, elements of women believing in themselves and I think this is a really big topic just what I similar to what I was just talking about is about yes I can and mindset you know it can oscillate from feeling amazing one moment to feeling you know completely opposite and down in the dumps the other and questioning yourself we've talked about you know imposter syndrome confidence um you name it so it's it's one of those things and i have to say at a personal level i've recently seen a mindset coach um which is you know had a massive impact in me and i'm i'm really thankful for it and it made a really big difference and i've really opened my mind up to it and certainly by just a, a mindset change And she said, I was thinking, oh, it's just me. This is what happens. She's like, no, Karina, no, you've got to believe in yourself and what you do. And yeah, I'm now not, uh, I'm now actually taking on opportunities that maybe six months ago I may not have, I may have questioned myself and and not gone for it. And certainly the mindset as well that I, I remember some people that I've maybe have contacted or pitched into or even just preparing for the interview I'm like oh am I can I talk about this topic am I good enough to talk about this topic or what happens if this person says no and I've generally had everyone that's come on the podcast I don't think I've had a decline I had one decline but they said that we very very busy and this person has a very very busy role so um, and I completely understand and it had schedule is very unpredictable so i was like yep no dramas uh but it's one of those things that mindset you can be be like oh my goodness and even the mindset of putting myself out there with some topics and even having a podcast and talking about i'm like who am i to talk about all this and and that so i've had my own mindset challenges throughout the journey of this so this is very um probably oversharing but um know that if you've had some challenges with mindset you're not alone um i've definitely had imposter syndrome second guess myself probably even imposter syndrome a little bit for getting out this 100th episode I'm like oh my goodness I can't believe I've actually got to 100 you may not be aware but most podcasts actually don't get over seven episodes and I think the average podcast actually only has three episodes in it so yes there are millions of um, podcasts out there but they generally don't go beyond many don't go beyond seven so Uh, I'm very happy that I've actually got to 100 I really wanted to get more than 10 so I've definitely obviously exceeded that and smashed it out of the park but even when I first started the podcast contacting people cold when there was actually no podcast and I'm there going all right Blake Blake Woodward do you want to talk about this and I remember having to sell it a bit but then also having some some good conversations with people along the way and the mindset of like oh what am I doing and what am I topic and how am I going to talk about this and but When I then start speaking with people, they're saying, oh, this is a great idea. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it was a bit of confidence. And the more people that I got speaking to, the more confident I also was about interviewing and overcome some some of those fears. And yeah, certainly my mindset has um, certainly improved uh, relating to podcasting. And yeah, I love the medium now. Uh, My last key takeaway, similar to what I was just talking about, is just go for it and definitely don't overthink about it. I've had this, as I said a couple of times, about approaching guests, um, and certainly in putting out certain episodes, thinking, oh, is anyone actually gonna is gonna gonna like it? Even you'll notice particularly early on, I actually didn't do many solo episodes. And so for this was also about building up confidence, you know, thinking, what am I to be able to talk about on this particular topic? What do I know anything? But when I've put out those topics and people have responded and you're like, oh, OK, so something has resonated so I can do it. And there's so many times even recently um, that's, you know, when I was approached with 10 minutes to go to be on a panel and then got all this great feedback. It's just about going for it. Don't overthink it. I've certainly had this approach, you know, with, with approaching guests and, and topics and, um and certainly I think just as life as, as a working mum, um, the more that we think, oh my goodness, this is too hard, how am I gonna do this? By putting one foot in front of the other, it's amazing that you get from Monday to Friday somehow and that you've, you know, approached, you know, you've you've been able to do what you've been able to do amazingly in between. I had one of those crazy weeks last week and I got to the Friday, I'm like, oh my goodness, like I've actually had what I thought was gonna be a real cray cray week. It was a really crazy week, but also um, between my husband and I, uh, we both had some wins and in our respective careers and we were able to then celebrate at the end of the week and it was really exciting. So yeah, I could actually overthink that week and think, oh my goodness, can we actually do it? But we just went for it and we did it. So yeah, it's it's one of those things, just say yes. And I've, this week, if you've seen me, yeah, I was on the Today Show and I just said yes to, to being approached and certainly that's one of my biggest hints and tips for you of, of just do it and and figure it out everything's figure outable but also as a working mom I know it can feel really overwhelming managing the juggle um, but certainly know that that's where that your village comes in to help and support you in being able to do it so uh, yeah that's why yeah I always do this this podcast to you know help support um, hopefully provide a little bit of inspiration to say yeah I can do it and i remember when someone contacted me saying i had all this guilt about going back to work but you helped me reduce some of that guilt and it's definitely one of those things um that really have made my day made my week and my years in in going through this podcast and and helping me motivate to to stay to stay doing it to to keep um to keep producing episodes so on that note I just want to say a massive massive thank you as I said at the start if this is your first episode if this is your you know 10th or 20th episode thank you so much for listening thank you so much for the encouragement along the way if you do get a chance if you would be able to leave a rating or review particularly on the the Apple um, platform or if you um, or on Spotify, that's fine. Do whatever you need to do. If you can give me a, a shout out, rating, review, and also then just share it. If you've got a couple of friends that you think that might be interested, even if it's like even with your employer of saying, look, um, women returning back into work of you know here's some and that. So I will also be uh, the working doors to the working mama village are going to open next week. So what's the working mama village? It's a community to help give you the tools, resources to help you navigate life as a working mum particularly focused in around when you're returning back in after maternity leave but certainly even just in there's many other topics um, that you have just in anyway as a general um, in working mum so as I said we've got masterclasses so when you get you know professional development work there's really nothing around mental load matrescence, and the like so Working Mama helps you fill that void because there's a lot of topics that you need to help you elevate in your career, and these topics to help to help give you the confidence and strength so you can actually thrive um, in all parts. We've also got the five-step um, success path that helps you go from feeling overwhelmed to thriving, and uh, I'm certainly there to support you along the way. So, again, a massive, massive thanks for listening. Thank you so much. I've got some great guests lined up that I've already recorded. They're already in the can. I just need to get them out um, over the next couple of months. And, yeah, as always, I'll catch you soon. Thank you for listening to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify or your favourite podcast catch-up. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, mama is M-U-M-M-A or website www.workingmama.com.au. I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle. And I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week.